What's up, everybody? Welcome to SDGC After Hours. Uh, it's me, John, Mr. Megadev on Twitter, and today I am joined by Derek, our producer. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's going on? Not much. I'm very excited for, for this particular t- subject. And our uh, good friend, Nintendon, returning. Don, what's up, man? I'm good. How are you? You guys can't see it right now, but Don's Don's goatee is quite uh, <laughs> a dashing. I would say very. The, you've got a very Three Musketeers esque thing going it's on. It's fantastic. Right now. It, it's very much a post depression beard. It will be gone by the end of the week. <laughs> I told Derek before you came on. I told Don that was his blip beard. <laughs> I grew during the blip. Blip. <laughs> You know, blip beard. Uh, so today, we, as we are all big Nintendo stands, and we are all big Zelda stands, and two out of three of us are huge uh, Musou stands. Um, oh, yeah. You know, like, I, I like them when they're about Zelda. Uh, we are going to be talking about Nintendo's big holiday 2020 game, which is Breath of the Wild, or Hyrule Breath of the Wild, Jesus, Age, or, you know what? It's a fucking Musu game. I can't talk tonight. Hyrule Warriors uh, no, Age of Calamity. Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. Uh, wow, and, was that so difficult to say? Yes, it really was. <laughs> it, it, you know you know what? In, in 2020, that's the best you're going to get out of me. Um, Fair enough. Not what, you know what? Not what people were expecting. No, uh, absolutely not. No. Not at all. I don't think, I don't think anybody saw this coming. Uh, but I, for one, was very pleasantly surprised. Now, we know, we, we had known going into this year that Nintendo's intention going forward was to have a Zelda game every year. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I think we all kind of thought we were going to get that Skyward Sword port to switch but nintendo just comes from left field and throws a hyrule warrior and not just a hyrule warriors game but this game is officially zelda canon yes like 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 this is an actual prequel to the breath of the wild to breath of the wild this is incredibly unusual for a muso game like a licensed muso title because they are anytime it's something that's not Dynasty Warriors or Samurai Warriors, every time it's something like a like a One Piece or a Dragon Quest or a, you know, sure. Zelda Fire Emblem, whatever, it it's always just crossover bullshit. Um, and I say that with all the love in the world, but it's crossover hey, hey, hey. bullshit. I, I like the cold crossover armor. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. I'm about it. Um, that or it's just a retread of some official events, you know, I mean, you know, you play like the Berserk Muso and it's just going through sure, the story right. of Berserk. You play Dragon Quest Heroes and it's just, you know, weird original crossover, you know, wow, all these people from all these different worlds are here to help your hero. Like, so it's so unusual for one of these games to be new, like canon tied into the plot. Like this is Breath of the Wild Zero, like officially. And it's such a weird thing to me. Yeah, Don, I yeah, mean, Don, go ahead, man. The thing is with Nintendo is that uh, they are very protective of how they create stories, um, and like Onuma immediately explained in that announcement from, "Hey, uh, we came up to um, Koi Tecmo with the idea of, do you guys want to make a Muso game on the Great Calamity, and if so, could we be actively involved with that?" Which is also a completely interesting step because they have not been that involved like an outside company has never been that much involved with the creation of a muso game it's mostly here's the layout here's the characters we can use okay let's go for it 
uh, this seems completely made in harmony with the Zelda team. Well, which I know is that very interesting to see. Well, they said that the, uh, the the Zelda team is actually working with Koei Tecmo very closely on this one. Technically, uh, Omega Force, but yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, that's what I meant. Um, but what's interesting to me is, like Derek said. Normally, with with uh, like take Hyrule Warriors for example, that's not Zelda canon by any stretch of the imagination. It's no. just it's Zelda fan fiction, is what it is. Um, Basically, and and but this, however, you know, I was I've been thinking about why they went with uh, the Hyrule Warriors franchise for Age of Calamity, and you know what? When you think about it, the um, you know the the war between uh, you know Calamity Ganon. And the armies of Hyrule, I feel, lends itself better to large-scale battles, big, epic-feeling battles, as opposed to, you know, just Link running around and yeah. fighting thousands of Moblins on his own. Yeah. Um, because we know we kept hearing about these events throughout Breath of the Wild, and I, I, I think we all, you know, the first time we played it, kept expecting to experience those events in some way, shape, or form, and we never Even- really did. Yeah, even the Champions Battle at the second DLC back for Breath of the Wild dipped lightly into it with a few additional cutscenes, but it never went all the and way. And that's what I thought, Don. Like Don, I thought uh, uh, the you know I, th- I thought the DLC you know the Ballad of the Champions, I thought that was going to cover the events that occurred a hundred years prior, but it turns out no, this is after the game, um, which was just so odd to me. Um, but this this you know like. This strikes me as not just another Musou game. Um, be, not just for the level of involvement that the Zelda team has, but also, like, I mean, the art style is literally ripped from Breath of the Wild. It, I mean, like, it's even its inception. Once again, Aonuma is the one who came with the idea to Tecmokoi or the proposition to make it, which is usually, it's usually more. Uh, a 50-50 split, but it seems completely from Nintendo's looking outside in, seeing where they're going with the story and knowing what they want to do with The Great Calamity and what they want to present with it. Um, So it's very interesting to see, at the very least, that Nintendo out themselves took that approach and said from, hey, you know, let's do this. So, so... uh, uh I, you know, there's a couple questions here, and I'll kick it to Derek first, and then we'll kick the next question to Don. You know, Derek, being that Breath of the Wild was this massive, massive open world, certainly the largest scale Zelda game we've ever seen, just from a real estate standpoint. Um, and then you think about the fact that, you know, Muso titles are traditionally, you know, locked into, you know, basically a, a, a timeline of events, you mm-hmm. know, like, all right, here's your big battlefield. And then you go back to a, you know, a, you know, a screen where you pick your next battlefield and then you move to that battlefield. Do you think that Age of Calamity will buck that trend a little bit and allow you a little bit of exploration outside of battles? Hard no. Well, yes and no, I guess, when you phrase it that way. Um, so this is not going to be an open world game. Dynasty no, Warriors no, 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 Dynasty yeah. Warriors 9 tried to take the Muso formula and open it up beyond the like closed battlefield settings that they're used to. Yeah. And Dynasty Warriors 9 is maybe one of the franchise's biggest flops. I mean, it's it's not to say that it can not be done, but Tecmo Koei tried recently for the first time and it it was a huge flop for them. So 
It I, was a disaster. Yeah, disaster is a good fucking way. It was a calamity <laughs> of its own. But, um, but no. So I don't think that's going to happen. Now, what you have seen in some Musou games is where you have, like, a base of operations, for example, or you have something like that where you... Some kind of a hub. Yeah, like a hub area where there are characters that you interact with and and do activities and things like that. Uh, you know, like Dragon Quest Heroes did that. Uh, the Dynasty Warriors and Samurai Warriors games have been doing that in the mainline entries for a little while now. Um, so uh, I, I can see it being something like that, where instead of it being totally mm. menu-driven in between missions, if, for example, you are plopped into like an evolving base of operations where you have yeah. like a blacksmith character that you go to right. for weapons adjustments and you know you are controlling link but can talk to all these different characters as you recruit them um but i don't i don't think it's going to open up significantly outside of that this is still a muso title so and so i, I think I, yeah I, well don i was going to kick the next question at you actually um when we're talking about like you know hyrule warriors for example i believe had what 31 playable characters i mean there were there were a lot of characters mm. you could you could pick from in hyrule warriors right now the playable characters that we know of in age of calamity are link zelda and uh, the four champions which makes six yeah. um and given that i think and I, I think derek would agree with me on this one given that i i, I get the sense that you know in, in, in kind of a shift from other uh, Musou titles, I think this is going to be much more story-driven than we're used to seeing in, oh, yeah. in, in a regular Musou title. It doesn't seem like this is the kind of game that lends itself to a a 30-plus pool of playable characters, does it? No, no. No, uh, I, I, definitely, I definitely think there will be some surprises along the way. For example, I think there's a good chance that young Impa will be one of the playable characters. I agree with you on that one, yeah. Uh, but we don't know the full story of that yet. I would also be surprised if they introduced the character only to kill it off by the end. <laughs> like a completely forgotten character. Yeah, you know, like, I mean, and, and, and that's the thing, right, is is we know the fates of the champions, right? Like, they're, 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 yes. they're not going to survive this game. You I know mean, the fates it, of basically everybody who isn't, like, one of the NPCs in Breath of the Wild. Like, it's a, it's a tremendously scaled down like list of survivors and very few of them were alive when the original calamity happened. You know, I mean what it's like Impa, Pura and Robbie basically. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. yeah. That, you're right about that actually. Um, and Oh, and Cass too, right? No, Cass uh, was, isn't, no. isn't that old. No, I thought Cass's Cass, master I, was alive. Not oh, Cass, Cass is, himself. Cass is Cass. Ma oh, right, yeah. right. Okay. I'm, I'm all fucked up. Um, so, yeah. I like actually I, wouldn't be surprised, though. See, that's the thing, is the other way I see it is, so I did this math at one point, and I actually counted out all of the, not just the characters, but remember, some characters in Hyrule Warriors had multiple weapons, which basically made them multiple characters in one, depending on how you picked it, right? So I counted out move sets and, and worked out basically how many move sets were available to play from. Because if, if Link has the sword and shield and the fire rod and uh, the fairy bottle, like that's basically three characters worth of move sets, and and I planned it out like that, and it was it was something like between the characters that were available when you bought the game day one, and the characters who shortly were made available for free, um, it was something in the low twenties. So, I mean, there's no way we're just getting Link, Zelda, four champions, um, and I wouldn't be surprised. We've seen Impa 
glimpses of Impa in the trailers young, so that's obviously going to happen. It would the not, king. I want the king of Hyrule, Derek. There's a possibility there, right? Again, Pura and Robbie both would have been alive at the time, and you could find some way... Um, one of the things I've, I love people suggesting is like, Robbie's not much of a fighter. Maybe Robbie is controlling, you know, or gets to use the little, um, little baby guardian gizmo, the fucking, uh, BB eight looking, <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. That thing. Yeah. What the yeah. hell is that thing anyway? Oh, I mean, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be an adorable mascot character. That's what it is. But, but I like it on a Cass's master would have been alive. We could have the new character new who is Cass's master. Who's already been hinted at. I wouldn't be surprised to see like, uh, a leader of the Yiga clan as like a villain I was character. Thinking about that myself. You know, yeah, you're going to have to have a couple of, of, you know, we're sure that Ganondorf is going to be playable basically. Uh, you know, and we could see breath of the wild, like versions of classic characters who sometimes reoccur, who the idea is they, they played a part in this calamity, but are not around as of the post time skip point of like breath of the wild like there's nothing to say that like there wasn't an equivalent to twin rova at the time working for ganon right so 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 i, I want to take something you said and and circle over to dan or, or why, why did i call you dan because you're very tired I, i'm very tired hmm. um, i wanted to take something you said and 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 loop it over to don you mentioned ganondorf do we actually know that Ganondorf was Ganondorf in a hundred years past, or was wasn't he already Calamity Ganon? Like, what? we don't so, really know exactly what's up. So, in the text that's found within like certain aspects of Breath of the Wild, it is hinted that uh, Ganondorf had its physical body uh, went to a certain spot, which isn't really detailed. Which I think Breath of the Wild two will land upon. Probably, yeah, um, yeah. Um, and cast his physical form aside to create Calamity Ganon. So, so, so we're not really sure if we're going to see Ganondorf embodied physically. Uh, in- I think it's we sort will. It's 50-50 split, but it could be a thing for sure. It's not a guarantee, but I wouldn't write it off, especially since he's clearly going to play a part, or that physical body right. was, was seen in the Breath of the Wild 2 trailer. So he, like he just needs to hydrate. Yeah, he yeah. Just needs he needs, to he needs he's, some moisturizer. He's real thirsty. Drink some water in Breath of the Wild too. Um, the other thing that really interests me about Age of Calamity is uh, content, uh, because we know that like you know Hyrule Warriors had adventure mode, which was which was really I mean you could play that game for two hundred hours. Like Hyrule Warriors had a t- like if you if you love Musos or five hundred. Yeah, I mean you could I mean you could play that game for hundreds of hours. I yeah I don't see because I am sure that Age of Calamity is going to be as story driven unusually so for a Muso as it is right I I I don't know if we're going to get anything like an adventure mode or something similar just because I don't know if in the context of what the game is I don't know if that makes sense or not um, I think it depends I, on the on the structure of the of the story mode, right? Like, I mean, obviously, you see games like Hyrule Warriors that have a story mode and then have adventure mode, and they they have both, um, you know. And and sometimes you see these Muso games where the uh, a, a great example of I, I will use the Dynasty Warriors Gundam games as an example, and not only because I love them uh, to death, but um, like the early Dynasty Warriors Gundam games focused 
like half and half on well they focused on story driven content where you picked a character you played through like a story and it was and there was no extra like side fucking about by the time of like dynasty warriors gundam 3 pretty much all of the extra bullshit is actually integrated into the story mode where you were like kind of picking optional missions um, in, you know, if you want to go on optional missions of whatever difficulty rating in between going to the next story mission. So if you don't want to just blaze through the story, it's not like you blaze through the story and then you go to the side content. The side content is integrated within the story in that it doesn't affect the story. It's just kind of like, hey, do you want to do, you know, like this, this mission to grind for some parts or this mission for some money or yada, yada, yada. Um, but there's going to be more than just play level one, two, three, four, five, six until it's over. Um, well, again, whether that's side stuff that you can do mid campaign or something like an adventure map, man, breath of the wild. What if, what if age of calamity, like the way you choose missions is the actual map of Hyrule. That's what I was about to say is the breath of the wilds map of Hyrule is so well-defined and so crafted it'd be weird not to use that as like an overworld map to like navigate obviously there around. will be some changes but yeah obviously there will be some change because it will be pre-time skip pre-calamity so some things will be intact we saw that in the screenshots with castletown be completely intact yeah which like is it's something a we've never seen before now. makes sense you know yeah we're i mean we're actually and that's what i hope we see you know right I, I'm I am hoping to see more of this version of Hyrule as kind of a a, a bustling uh, land full of life, um, because I mean Breath of the Wild is is an apocalypse or is a post apocalyptic landscape, and and that's yes. why a lot of it is barren. Um, but I would love to see what like a a really bustling version of this Hyrule looks like. So that that's why I'm really hoping we get to, even if it's just like perfunctory. I'm really hoping we get a few exploration opportunities outside of, you know, battlefields filled with, you know, a thousand bokoblins. Um, Don, go ahead. I know you got something to say. No, I, I don't really don't. I was just listening to you. Very... Oh, you were just you were just stroking that Three Musketeers uh, goatee of yours <laughs> in 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 thought, in, in deep in thought. Well, I will ask you a question then, Don. Um, sure. I think I already know the answer, so it's more of a joke question, but but. Uh, do you think we'll see uh, weapon degradation make a return here? <laughs> no, I hope not. No, can you? Ma- <laughs> I, I, I know. Thought, when you said joke question, I thought you were gonna gonna ask me: Is it crazy that we're gonna get a trilogy of Breath of the Wild games before Metro Prime Four comes out? No, I don't like that. Don, yeah, that's gonna happen. That? <laughs> why would you say that? Why? Why? Why would you do that? That's not. Nice. It's, it's gonna happen, though. Yes, it it's will. Gonna yeah, it will. It, it absolutely will. Um, unless, you know, I'm, you know, we're not, this is a Zelda discussion where I can't do Metroid right now. Um, but (laughs) (laughs) one of the things I'll say I'm excited about is like a a note to bring this back to the, the, the game itself is, uh, we do briefly see, um, you know, people have, have basically frame by frame that, that one trailer we have, but Zelda, uh, uses stasis on a Lionel, um, like basically from idle. It's not one of her like, you know, light attack, light attack, light attack, heavy attack. So that's either her default heavy attack or it's possible that Sheikah Slate functions are taking the place maybe of like the items 
from Hyrule Warriors. Because remember in Hyrule Warriors, you had mm. like the bow, the hookshot, the bomb, the boomerang, and they were worthless outside of taking on their specific boss they matched up against, right? Right. Um, right. And I mentioned when we first briefly talked about this on SDGC Live um, that that I would love to see those items brought back and made more useful in regular combat. And what's funny is I don't think I ever really considered that they could be swapping those items for the Sheikah Slate functions, for stasis, for kinesis, for like the, hmm. the remote bombs. Well, I mean, like I, mean, I mean, well, Derek, we already, we kind of already well, got a taste for the, a taste of that in the trailer, right? Because, uh, and Don, I'll let you pick it up from here, but we saw, like, you know, we saw the remote bombs. Well, least, yeah, but, know, we, but that could have been, the way that trailer's cut, that could have been one of Link's, like, XXXY, you know? It could have right. been one of his regular, oh, yeah. like, part of his moveset, rather than a thing that all characters learn and share. Um, and that's, that's just a thing that, that, that can't confirm. But that's kind of looking like that might be the case, and that's where I think I'm betting on is that the Sheikah Slate functions are the new versions of the items from Hyrule Warriors because this is still going to be a gameplay sequel to Hyrule Warriors, still going to play much the same way. And that's a good way to add a lot of... add a big change to the way combat works without straying from the, I guess, the soul of Hyrule Warriors. Don, what do you think? It's hard to say, really, because once again, uh, what Hayashi said of Attack Mako is that Nintendo was sort of the driver also in gameplay direction, which I'm kind of interested to see what they, what ideas they brought to that team. Um, but it's also, you know, the the thing is with um, the way that this game is set up, and we've seen more pieces i feel in screenshots than the actual trailer of attacks where i have a feeling that zelda's default selection of attacks is basically all the attacks of the sheikah slate that's true and that's that's almost the only good way to design breath of the wild zelda's moveset since she's explicitly not much of a fighter According to Breath of the Wild, she's much more into research. Yeah, yeah. So giving her the the Sheikah slate and having that be something that's unique to her, and maybe Stasis is just her default. You hit power attack, and that's her her oh, yeah. standalone. It's that's just possible. press X, and then you go. Yeah. You know, but um, but yeah, I uh, I guess I think that's the thing that if that's not the case, then that that I'm curious just what happens to because the items that that like selectable item function thing. I don't think is going away. That was kind of a defining, if underused, mechanic that separated Hyrule Warriors from a lot of the other Musou titles. So The problem is there is not really that much in the way of a big variety of items when it comes to Breath of the Wild to pull from. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, know, you know what I'm really hoping to see is just like, you know... Call like you know I've got this vi the, like this this mental image of Link running into the middle of Ganon's forces and calling down the Divine Guardians uh, to to actually um, act as summoned creatures basically to just devastate all your enemies like imagine calling down Varudania uh, oh, or, 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 or like you know Vamado from the sky he just swoops in and oh it would be oh that would be so fucking cool I I. I really hope we see cool ways to integrate the uh, 
the uh, Divine Beasts into the actual gameplay. That will be the first cool implementation of the Divine Beasts. Oh, <laughs> spicy. Oh, that I, is spicy. I think that we're likely to see them play a big part in the story, since, again, this is, like, what they were created for. Like, that's going to be a part of... of um, this is going to be fan service central, for sure. But... Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, there's there's so many ways they could take. What when is the date that they're gonna do that live stream? Oh, it's next week. Uh, actually. Next Saturday. Yeah. Next okay. Saturday during uh, TGS Online. Yeah, I need that so bad because I need to know gameplay details. I want to see more about these characters. I want to see. Hey, maybe we have a small number of characters, but each character has like again multiple move sets. Um, where where in Hyrule Warriors only certain characters had multiple weapons. What if like every character had like two different weapons, right? If you only have yeah, but it's kind of difficult to do with certain characters like Revali because Revali's entire moveset is based around bow and arrow. Oh well, yeah, bow and yeah. Arrow and aerial but attacks. but like you know, they can find ways. I'm open minded here, you know. <laughs> I mean, sure, yeah. You know, I mean, I'm. Uh, I I think it's it's unlikely and and but. We just gotta know. We just gotta fucking know. <laughs> sure. The only reason why I, I'm kind of, um, kind of contempt, like, you're right that the guardians have more. their definitive, it's, like, yeah, like weapon. Because they, they, this is this is canon, and Onuma and Hayashi stated as such. So I feel kind of weird asking for multiple movesets if it doesn't fit yeah. like the canon. You don't of want the it to, to bust up the, the character, world. right? Well, that's also weird because like. And maybe I'm misremembering, but wasn't the whole point of the Sheikah Slate like you had to unlock those functions after the fact? Like, it's kind of weird that Zelda has um, has the ability to use stasis before Breath of the Wild, unless it was just reactivating. But also, Breath of the Wild made it sound like Zelda did not really take place in... Zelda did not really take part in the war, and obviously she's going to be a playable character in a frontline you know she, oh she did participate in the war she, the, her main task was uh gaining the powers of waking of awakening within breath of the wild which was mostly concerned in those cutscenes there were a couple of cutscenes where she was more in in her uh, scientist outfit where she does um stuff with the sheikah slate and she was always carrying the sheikah slate that's true but yeah. um but we didn't get to see that side of Zelda all that much the only real way we saw that was in some of the champions ballot cutscenes. yeah oh we just need this information there is one more thing we need to talk about and it's the ending um so you know we know how we we know how this is going to end right like like calamity ganon is is going to everybody prevail. gonna fucking die everybody dies link gets put to sleep for a hundred years impa gets I really old end game yeah this like, is hyrule like, warriors 2 breath of the wild zero rogue one reach like is what this infinity is infinity war yeah <laughs> infinity war i have a theory i have a theory i think the game theory I, yeah, I, 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 yeah, no, I think that the game is going to end with the first scene that you see in Breath of the Wild with Link opening his eyes. That'd be a good, think, a good choice, I think. Sure, yeah, I think, I think, and I, and I, because you know, they are going, even though it's, we all know it's a Breath of the Wild game for all intents and purposes, they're going to want to tie this into Breath of the Wild as tightly as possible and and i think that's i I think that's a good idea so i can see them um 
ending the game and then and then like you know having the credits roll or something and then all of a sudden you hear open your eyes and you see Link's eyes open and boom that's it and and that's the end and it leads literally directly into the events of Breath of the Wild. I I think that's probably what what, what we're going to get. But the question I have for you guys is as far as like a final scenario goes like like since we know how this ends Yes. Like, 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 how do they actually like, like, what do we, how do we think they're actually going to construct this? Oh, I mean, your like, final mission is going to be playing as Zelda and, and fighting your way. So up to, I mean, yeah. it's, it's gotta be cause Link has to be put to fucking, they have to put tuck Link up in his, in his blankie and put him to bed. And then Zelda's got to go seal Ganon away. So this is, this is what I think because we already have an idea. Thanks to the last memory cutscene where Link basically falls to its wounds, and then Zelda decides to bring him to the Shrine of Resurrection, and he can hear the Master talking to her. Um, so that will happen. Uh, the Shrine, no, the, the Sword will guide him, guide her to the castle, and that's where the final scenario really will play out. I think you're We've seen right. a little bit of a scene at the end of the trailer, where we do get a hint of that we, we will see what will happen there, but hopefully we kind of feel or learn more how Zelda felt during that moment, because that was kind of lacking from the original Breath of the Wild. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you, and and this is why I'm I'm so glad, I'm just, I'm so glad we're getting a lot of these uh, blanks filled for this period, because again, like, there were, there's so much about what happened, you know, a hundred years ago that, I thought we were going to get answered in Breath of the Wild, and they kind of glossed over a lot of it um, in almost a very Miyazaki way, you like you know, kind of leaving a lot of this to your own interpretation and imagination. Yeah, sure. Um, so, so I am glad that we are finally going to get some some light shed on the events that led up to Breath of the Wild. Don, any last thoughts about Age of Calamity? Uh, yeah. Um, ho- hopefully, we'll see learn a lot more. Uh, during that 50-minute demo next week. Uh, my main concern is just learning more about the gameplay because the original launch, well, the official uh, reveal trailer didn't have much in the way of gameplay. No, it was mostly so story. I kinda, so I mostly want them to focus on that and showcasing what the various characters can do. Don't show overly much because it remains a canon Zelda game, uh, but give us ideas of what we can expect when the game releases like in two months from now, which is insane. I know that's wild. Nintendo's having a weird year period. And uh, Derek, is there anything that you wanted to get off your chest? Uh, yeah, I fucking want this game now. I'm so excited. I am so excited. And and that's why, like, you know, that's why, and this is this will be my closing thought. That's why I think this is going to be a huge, meaty, story-driven Musou experience because Nintendo is taking Hyrule Warriors and positioning it as their big holiday title. Like, this is it. Yeah. So, so, so this has got to be big. It's got to be a big deal for them. And I think, I personally, I think you are going to see a me- like Hyrule Warriors uh, Definitive Edition was great, but I think you are going to see a massive jump in quality and story content. Hyrule sure. Warriors, the original, was already I think the best selling Muso game of all time. It was, if I remember yeah. correctly. So, like making another one that is officially a prequel to one of Nintendo's biggest titles ever is. It's gonna do big numbers. It's gonna do big. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be wild. Uh yep. Uh, like the I said, wild? 
Yeah, but it's going to be Breath of the Wild, man. Don, I love you all and I hate you all. Here. All right, well, this is uh, Don. Thank you so much for joining us, buddy. We appreciate no worries. it. No worries at all. And uh, for everybody listening, uh, don't forget to tune in every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time where we discuss all the latest gaming news and the politics and uh, the, the politics of the industry. And you know what? I had a line there and I forgot it. John's very I'm tired. tired, man. You know, I'm. there's a lot going on. And I just want to go to bed because I got to get up early tomorrow. <laughs> but uh, anyway, everybody take it easy. Take care of yourselves. And we'll see you on Thursday night. Bye-bye.